Turn to M3 and Karen B for this week's episode of Comply on the Fly. You'll get quick and timely answers to the most common employee benefits compliance questions so you and your business can keep moving ahead. Please note this podcast and the contents herein do not constitute legal advice. Please seek the advice of counsel for any benefit compliance related implementation, guidance, or strategy. Hello, everyone. I'm Karen B. And the Comply on the Fly question of the week is, Can you tell me a bit more about those transparency requirements that go into effect July 1st, 2022? Well, absolutely I can. The requirements around transparency can be complicated. So let's start with the basics. There are basically two laws that we are dealing with as they relate to the current transparency requirements. The Transparency and Coverage Rules, or TIC rules, found in the Affordable Care Act, or ACA, and the rules found in the Consolidated Appropriations Act, or CAA. Those provisions are also referred to as the No Surprises Act. The first issue, of course, is that we have two laws, each with their own set of requirements that need to be coordinated. And so in August of 2021, Many of the requirements were delayed so that the agencies could figure out how to coordinate efforts. However, some provisions have already gone into effect, such as the ID card requirements and the prohibition on gag clauses. But what important deadlines are coming up and how do the requirements apply to you? These transparency requirements apply to non-grandfathered group health plans. And the compliance will apply depending on if you are fully insured or self-funded. If you are fully insured, carriers will generally have the compliance obligations. And if you are self-funded, they will apply to you as the plan sponsor. The first upcoming requirement is for the machine-readable file requirements due July 1st of 2022. This provision basically requires carriers and plan sponsors to post machine-readable files containing in-network provider rates for covered items and services and out-of-network allowed amounts and billed charges for covered items and services out-of-network. The files must be accessible to the public on the internet, so self-funded clients must post a link likely provided by the third-party administrator or TPA on the outward public-facing internet site of the employer, not on their internal intranet that can only be accessed by employees. And the second requirement that is looming is the price comparison requirement, which has a compliance date of January 1, 2023. This provision requires carriers and plan sponsors, so fully insured carriers and self-funded plan sponsors, to have a self-service search tool that can be used to research both in-network and out-of-network costs for 500 listed services and items. Later, the requirement will apply to all items and services, and that effective date is January 1 of 2024. Although the agencies have not released additional clarifying rules, 
both laws require the comparison tool, with the only difference being that the CAA, or Consolidated Appropriations Act, requires that the information be available by telephone. So stay tuned for further developments on that requirement. And that is your Comply on the Fly question of the week. Thanks for tuning in. What's on your mind? If you have a pressing compliance question, send it to askkarenb at m3ins.com. We'll do our best to cover it in an upcoming episode. You can now follow and subscribe to Comply on the Fly on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Podcasts. Make sure to tune in next week and encourage others to join us.